Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because, you know, if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience, and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions, and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish. Or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps, because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Lars. And welcome back to Going In Raw News Brief. We're going to try to keep this one brief today. We've got Roman Reigns shooting on CM Punk. We've got the WWE maybe being up for sale. And some news on a celebrity that WWE wanted to bring back. Before we get started, do us a favor. Hit that thumbs up. Hit that subscribe button. Let's help keep growing going in Raw. Larson, what's first in the news? Uh, as you mentioned in the tease there, Roman Reigns, he was interviewed by Ariel Hawani uh, and was asked about the practice of WWE bringing in part-timers. In this particular case, John Cena, of course, he's in the main event opposite Roman Reigns at SummerSlam and bringing the part-timers in and uh, potentially maybe taking prime pay-per-view spots away from full-time roster members and the criticism of that practice from people like CM Punk. Ooh, Phil. Uh, these uh, transcripts are brought to you by wrestlingnews.co's what Roman had to say quote those statements are coming from bitter people who thought they were better than they really were when it comes down to it CM Punk was not as good or over as John Cena he wasn't as good or as over and moved the needle like the rock it is it was what it was from a full time performer I understand the frustration of wanting more but like I said you gotta take it I'm a full-time performer, but I've done everything that needs to be done to stay in this position, to be in this position, to continue to make opportunity for myself to be in the main event at SummerSlam against John Cena. Mm-hmm. Oof. Ooh, Oof. Tough words from the travel suit. The thing that I kind of like about Roman is that he sort of, from what I can, from what I understand in his interviews, he sort of just sort of stays in this character version of Roman Reigns where he just sort of talks some shit and is like, oh, what are they going to do, fire me? So I kind of appreciate that. And of course, you know, yeah. he's he's carrying the brand right now, so he's going to take shots where where it's appropriate to take shots. Um I mean, I personally I don't know. I personally feel like there's an element of truth. I don't I, I wouldn't Oh yeah. I wouldn't compare CM Punk's ability to move a needle to John Cena who's like a Mount Rushmore guy or 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 The Rock obviously who's like a huge movie star. I think CM Punk is a needle needle mover for a certain wrestling fan. Certainly, yeah, definitely. Certainly for myself, I was obviously a huge CM Punk fan. You and love Phil. I love Phil, and uh, Phil's a big a bigger needle mover for me than John Cena is for me. But I also understand that I am not uh, 
you know, uh, I'm not I'm not representative of everybody necessarily. I think you're going to see how big of a, a needle mover CM Punk is uh, tomorrow. Uh, yeah, I, I I I totally think that that's going to be the case. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't I don't necessarily you know there is a lot of truth here in what Roman said. Uh, as great as Punk is and was, never as popular in a mainstream sense. Sure. As John Cena, yeah. as The Rock, you know, I think as an in-ring performer, I think CM Punk is is every bit as good as John Cena is. Mm-hmm. No, um, but in terms of crossover appeal, even probably appeal to uh, WWE's core audience. I mean, as you mentioned, John Cena, he's a Mount Rushmore uh, 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 personality, mm-hmm. talent from WWE. The Rock, one of the the most popular superstars ever. Mm-hmm. You know. He's one of the most popular movie stars in the entire world now. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, so hard so, comparison to make. Yeah. yeah, you can't really you can't really take exception to much of what Roman said here, um, in terms of comparing CM Punk to Cena and The Rock. Um, and but I agree with you. Yeah, CM Punk for a certain subset of of wrestling fans is a massive oh yeah needle mover big time absolutely. Um, and I think you know if if, if there hadn't been issues between Punk and the WWE. Who's to say that he couldn't have found a way to uh, make his return to World Wrestling Entertainment rather than AEW and move the needle for them? If there wasn't those issues in play, it's entirely possible it could have happened, yeah. you know? Yeah. And yeah. I think WB would have seen what kind of needle mover Punk potentially is. That was always that was always the most interesting thing to me was there seemed to be, and I, you know, you, you, you always hear about the 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 front office politics there's one batch of people who are like you know anti triple h being in charge and trying to keep their jobs there's people who are pro triple h it's interesting that i don't know if any of those people understood what phil brought to the equation quite mm-hmm. you know it's like mm-hmm. i know that he was champion for a year but it's not like they ever added him to any matches you know the john cena rock thing he always took a back seat to that and yeah. i always felt that there is that audience, and I think we're about to see it explode tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There is that audience that Phil represents, you know, when he did the pipe bomb and talked so much shit about WWE, the company that was paying him a bunch of money and was about to pay him a lot more. Uh, that element, even though we all knew, oh, this is part of a story, it it was like, wow, he's really, he is talking for us, you know? There is... I want to see more of his type, you know, be mm-hmm. featured and focused. Guys like Daniel Bryan, even like later on Seth Rollins, what he mm-hmm. sort of represented. Um, mm-hmm. Well, further on, Cesaro, you keep on going. Et cetera, Finn Balor, Kevin Owens, yeah, Sammy right, Zane, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, the, the Ring of Honor the, thing. You know, yeah, yeah, the Ring of Honor guys. But uh, in a larger sense, historically, WWE has been dominated by larger wrestlers. That's yeah. what that was Vince's thing for years. If you're not six four and two hundred fifty pounds, yeah, it didn't seem here. like you're really going to get much interest from Vince and get a serious push, at least you know to the t- to the top of the card. You know, with with you could kind of trace it back to Brett, Sean a little bit, but especially Punk and thereafter, mm-hmm. it seemed like, okay, we're going to focus on, on, on these performers yeah. who have a wealth of experience in the independents who aren't necessarily six, four or 260 pounds, mm-hmm. but can put on really good matches, mm-hmm. tell good stories and, and have experience in front of live crowds doing those things. Yeah, so, right. yeah. 
And maybe it sounds like we're going back to the way things were in the early 90s where everybody's going to be 6'4 and 260 pounds. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Uh, let's see here. Moving on. Uh, how much money do you got in your couch? Let me check mine, and maybe we can buy Dabity Larson. Because Probably not. I don't think we have the, the money in our couch for that. might be for sale here with all the recent releases over the past year plus. There's been tons of speculation about Vince McMahon preparing to sell Dabity in the near future. During an appearance on the Recode Media podcast, WWE President Nick Khan was asked about the possibility of WWE being sold within the next year, to which he responded in these transcripts. Come to you via our friendos over at Fightful. He said this, we're open for business on anything and everything. Sorry, I'm going to stop here. Somebody in our chat asked us while we were loading this up, what's a phrase we're over in wrestling that we're just tired of? And we had some good answers, but we're open for business is the one that I'm so sick of at this point. He said this, we're open for business on anything and everything. Even some of the business plans that we've announced recently are different and unique to what the company has traditionally done. We're open for business. If somebody called, we'll listen, but we're not active or out on the marketplace trying to change that structure. So someone comes in with like a Lucasfilm type offer. You know, where Disney paid four billion dollars for Lucasfilm. Yeah, uh, they'd listen. Yeah, short of that, probably not going to happen. Is there an updated? Uh, let's see here, market valuation. Oh, for WWE. Yeah. For WWE. Uh, let's see here. So their market cap is. At, oh wow, it's gone down a little bit. I thought it reached four billion. It's three point six billion. Is their market cap, which is the number of shares that they have of stock times the amount of their so their stocks almost at 50 bucks right now so it's 47.25 mm-hmm. um so they could probably get a multiplier of that though to be honest with you. they could probably get i don't know like maybe somebody would pay five billion for them maybe i don't know um i wouldn't be shocked i mean i, I don't think that a lot of people see like big releases and stuff as like, oh, they're looking to sell. To sell, I think, like you said, if somebody calls them and makes the right offer, you know, an astronomical offer, I doubt they'd say no. I personally feel like I wouldn't be shocked if, uh, when the next round of TV contracts came around in 2023 or 2024, I think they're up in 2024. So when they start negotiating mm-hmm. in 2023, mm-hmm. it would not shock me if that by that point. Nick Khan had sort of leaned out the company to make that one option for them as opposed to continually chasing TV deals in a landscape that is ever changing. Um, It wouldn't shock me if NBC Universal came in and said, hey, instead of doing this every five years, why don't we just buy you guys? That wouldn't shock me. It wouldn't shock me if that didn't happen either, though. So I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm kind of the same boat, you know, Mm -hmm. if if. We got up tomorrow morning and it found out that that would be a bit sold to NBC Universal. Wouldn't really surprise me if it happened five years from now. It definitely wouldn't surprise mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, it seems like it's, 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 it's not a certainty, but it's a possibility. It's yeah. Possibly uh, these days, absolutely. Do all the listen, man. Ten years from now, it's going to be what? Like Disney and Warner. That's it. It's going to be like Sony's going to be sold to one of these guys or their properties well, I think are going NBC to be sold Universal. NBC Universal seems to be their own thing, too. Yeah. NBC Universal. Disney. Disney. I think I think it's going to be some weird merger between NBC Universal and Time Warner. I think they're all going to just merge into that. And then you'll have Disney. Disney's big enough to be their own thing. 
Yeah, totally. Anyways. Totally. Anyways, let's talk about uh, 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 Mike Tyson. Okay. How about that? Let's do so that. Last time, last time you saw Mike Spinal. Tyson in a pro. Spinal. It's spi- It's Mike Tyson. He, he, like he, uh, Jim Gray asked him after a match. As I heard yes. you had some back problems. Yeah, spinal. That's right. That's right. <laughs> so last time we saw Mike Tyson in a pro wrestling ring, he was the uh, special enforcer for a match between Chris Jericho and Dax Harwood. Yes. Back in April earlier this year. But according to PW Insider, WWE tried to get Tyson involved in SummerSlam, mm. stating, quote, WWE plans called for Tyson to be the voiceover artist for the opening video package for Saturday's SummerSlam pay-per-view. Uh, PW Insider is told that WB's attempt to lock in Tyson were unsuccessful. There is no word yet on who may be voicing over the opening for SummerSlam in Tyson's place. Mm. Uh, well, yeah. Who are your leading contenders? Mm. I mean, why don't they just get, uh, uh, what was the name? Keith David. Yeah, he he did a lot of their stuff. He's done a lot of their stuff, and he's, he's great. Stuff. I was thinking if they want to do like huge fight feel, feel, yeah, and they would go from the world of combat sports, boxing, Michael Buffer, or Bruce. Bruce is like more relevant these days. Yeah, but give me Bruce Michael is, Buffer. My guy was. Cheesy. I'll be honest. I, the Michael Buffer's line might be more iconic. I feel like Bruce Buffer is actually better at the job. <laughs> oh, Bruce Buffer's way better at the job. That guy Bruce is, is really so good at enthusiastic job. in there. Yeah. But yeah, Michael Buffer is way more iconic. Absolutely, man. They used to, that dude used to make money hand over fist just to walk out there. It wasn't like it was like ten thousand just to do it, something like that. The right? master of the torture rack of doom, Lex Luger. Let's He's get the, ready to rumble. So I was just thinking about you know other other uh, well known boxers, yeah, or fighters. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Connor, get Connor to do it. He yeah. he sounds pretty in those uh, uh what are those things the whiskey that he does what is it mm-hmm, called mm-hmm. proper number uh, nine or something something like that what is it called? yeah something yeah. like that I remember what it's called he sounds pretty cool in those yeah didn't he beat up an old man once uh sounds familiar <laughs> anyways let's talk about somebody's who's gonna beat up on somebody this weekend Walter gonna beat up on Ilya Dragunov not sure if he's gonna beat him enough, up enough to retain that NXT UK title but. He recently sat down and talked with Wrestle Talks Tempest and talked about the pot. What a big get for Tempest. Good for him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Proper number 12. There you go. Thank you, Joe. He says it's sewer water. Wow. Uh, Talked about the possibility of coming to NXT Prime in the near future. He says uh, this. uh, For now, it's the same as it used to be. I'm happy to come over to the United States, but I like to return and have distance. I'm NXT UK champion. I'm the owner of the only European championship in WWE, so I've got to be in Europe to represent. I try to focus on the next challenge in front of me and not really much further ahead because with every step, like whatever the outcome will be, that could change in the future. So at the moment, I try not to make long-term plans ahead, but we'll see what the future brings. Boy, he's really he's really uh, taken from the book of Triple H here, isn't he? Mm-hmm. These non-answers. This is interesting. He says, for now, my focus on Sunday. This is interesting in that we had just heard in the past that any talk of him moving away from uh, Germany or Austria or wherever he, he resides is a firm no. Not going yeah. anywhere. Not doing that. Yeah. Nine, yeah. right? Yeah. This is not that. This is not that. 
Every man, in the words of Ted DiBiase, has their price. Every man prioritizes things different. Yes. Maybe, maybe Walter's like, hey, yeah, every couple of years, maybe I'll, I'm willing to go to the States. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's you know, because he's done everything he can do probably in NXT UK, unless he yes. wants to be tag champion oh, or win the Heritage yeah. Cup, you know? Yeah, dude. But yeah. he's been champion for three years, basically, mm-hmm. however long it's been, forever. And what's next for him after that? Over there, you know, if now it all aligns with his own ambitions and yeah. where he's comfortable living, because if you know, um, but if he's come to the point in his career was like, okay, what's the next step forward? And that's NXT, and the deal's right. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if he considers it. But at the same time, we can only go by what he has said in the past. In the past, it seemed like a very firm no. Yeah, this seems like. A push on yeah. the question, kind of. Yeah. You know? We also don't know uh, what the taping, what the schedule is going to be like for NXT. I mean, we've heard, obviously, you know, USA is paying for uh, a live show, so I suspect it'll probably remain live. Yes. Maybe. Yes. What if it, What if they do, like, a hybrid of live and tape stuff? Um, you never know what that's like, and maybe, you know, maybe Walter can come to an arrangement where he's only used... I don't know, once a month or so, he's able to travel a bit here and there. And uh, I don't know. We'll see. Uh, I, you know, I, it sounds like he enjoys being in under the WWE umbrella, though. So mm-hmm. uh, so hopefully we'll see a lot more of Walter because I'm a huge Hope fan. So. Oh, he's outstanding. I got breaking news here from GCW. Minoru Suzuki returning to GCW. Four shows. September I know. And October. I'm going to be at one of those too. Oh, that's uh, pretty great. I believe if Jeff actually procured the tickets, I told him, yes, I'm in September 17th, Los, yes. Los Angeles. He'll be there. You get to see Kaze Ninare. Very excited about that. Uh, and uh, so, yeah, if anybody else is going to be in LA for GCW September 17th, come say hi to Steve. Yeah. 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 Uh, NXT UK went down today, and uh, we watched it live here on the Twitch. Uh, it was a fun show. Uh, we had uh, Stevie Turner versus Mako Satamora. No surprise here. Mako Satamora tapped out Stevie Turner with a STF. Yeah, the Stevie, only surprise is that Stevie she didn't Turner hit her. F. She didn't hit her. She didn't hit her finish. Yeah. Um, and then we got a Oliver Carter Kenny Williams promo to hype up their Heritage Cup contenders. A tournament match probably next week. I'm kind of surprised we didn't get one of those this week. Mm-hmm. Um, but then we had Joe Coffee Rampage video packet. That match is happening next week. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, we got a bit of an upset here next. Saxon Huxley defeated Eddie Dennis. Like, why didn't why didn't uh, Primate or uh, uh, or T Bone come in to make the save here? Keep Eddie Dennis from taking that L. He told him not to. He said, "Hey, go backstage. I don't need you. You're good." And then uh, they were like, okay, so cool. And then they were like, well, th- th- maybe this is some grand plan. Maybe he took, maybe he threw this. You know, we don't know what his. Oh, maybe, maybe. Eddie Dennis playing point. that 4D chess, man. Uh, probably not. Anyways, after that, we got a Ginny and Valkyrie video package. They're really hyping up this bout. Should be a good one. Uh, and then Isla Dawn uh, took the loss to Danny Luna. So the finish, uh, they're up on the top rope. Isla Dawn yanks out a piece of Danny Luna's hair. And she kind of was like looking at it, really kind of uh, concentrating on that versus the match. Uh, Danny Luna is infuriated because she has had a hunk of her hair ripped out. Mm. 
grabs Isla Dawn off the top rope, hits her finisher to get the win. Yeah, that's a bit much. That wasn't the only time we saw some hair getting yanked off the head, though. Later on, but we'll get to that in a second. After that, we had a Walter Ilya video package followed by what I was just referencing, Mustache Mountain versus Pretty Deadly. Shock, Pretty Deadly comes out with mustaches. Yeah, they had some glued on. They were just glued on, though. Mid-match, Mustache Mountain in, does stereo mustache ripping offs, uh, and uh, it was pretty funny. So this finish was great. So uh, Trent Seven, of course, Mustache Mountain come down with what? White towels. Trent Seven loves throwing in that white towel oh uh, to surrender, and they really need to stick with their black towels so that that can't happen. And what happened this time is Lewis Howley snuck over behind Trent, Brilliant. grabbed his Brilliant. white towel, threw it just over his head into the ring and ran away. The ref turns and be like, whoa, Trent threw in the white towel. He's like, no, I didn't. No, I didn't. And while he's distracted, Howley hits Tyler Bate with the title and then pretty deadly. They uh, they they sort of they hit uh, Trent off the apron. So he's taken out. They hit their finish on Tyler Bate for the win. Very clever. That pretty deadly. It's good stuff. True. True. That was good. That was a really good, uh, really good finish. Uh, we got an impact wrestling tonight. We won't be watching it. Instead, we'll be doing the smash zone over on our Twitch. Twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson starts at 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 Eastern. We're just going to watch a bunch of stuff. It should be a blast. Mm-hmm. Uh, but on impact, oh, Christian Cage, the Hall of Famer himself, returning to the impact zone as the new impact champ. Very oh, exciting. Stink it up with that Christian uh, Cage Mo- stink. Oh, man. No, he's great. Molina is making her impact debut that's cool right on also cool uh moose and ace austin are gonna be taking on chris saban and sammy callahan in tag team action uh doc gallows versus confused cowboy joe doring and uh ma bali shara versus matt Car- see if matt cardona is gonna actually pick up a win this week he lost against john schuyler last week man oh wow yeah but it was thanks no to- way to no way to treat the gcw champion no man all sorts of disrespect there to the gcw champion anyways that's gonna do it for us today thanks everybody for tuning in we appreciate it oh really quick here aw ratings uh 975 000 people so almost a million and then uh 0.35 in that all-important demo uh, yeah. So that's down. Anyways, thanks everybody for tuning in. We appreciate it. It'll go. It'll skyrocket next week with it'll Phil. Be huge. It'll be yeah. it'll be huge uh, tomorrow too. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time. We'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. 
Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com.